0: This is day 1096 of our trek, and it is Wisdom Wednesday. Creating a biblical worldview is important in order to have a proper perspective on today's current events. To establish a biblical worldview, it is required that we also have a proper understanding of God's Word. Especially in our Western cultures, we do not fully understand the scriptures from the mindset and the culture of the authors. In order to help us all have a better understanding of some of the more obscure passages in God's word. We are Investing Wisdom Wednesdays reviewing a series of essays from one of today's most prominent Hebrew scholars, Dr. Michael S. Heiser. He has compiled these essays into a book titled, I Dare You Not to Bore Me with the Bible. Our perspective about a situation or circumstance creates our reality, which may not be in sync with actual reality. In today's essay, we will explore passages that cover, Perspective Changes Everything. The questions many Christians and Bible scholars debate about surrounds eschatology, or future events that are considered the end times. Is the book of Revelation a linear chronology of distant future events, or does the book describe Roman persecution of Christians and Rome's destruction of the temple events which occurred during John's lifetime? The first few alts for a mid-80-90s authorship long after the temple was destroyed. The second supports a pre-A.D. 70s authorship when the temple was still standing. Each of these readings is complicated by Revelation chapter 11 verses 1 and 2. Let me read that to you. Then I was given a measuring stick, and I was told, Go and measure the temple of God and the altar, and count the number of worshippers. But do not measure the outer courtyard, for it has been turned over to the nations. They will trample the holy city for forty-two months. Taken literally, these verses indicate that Jerusalem's temple still stands, apparently proof that the revelation was written before AD 70. If so, the idea that John is describing Romans' persecution and invasion, empowered by Satan's hatred for the church, must be valid. However, while the defense of this view takes the passage literally, Most people who prefer to see Revelation written before AD 70 read the rest of Revelation symbolically, matching John's description to some feature of the Roman Empire and its Caesars. Those who read Revelation in terms of a distant future event often point to the mid-90s authorship. They prefer symbolic readings of Revelation 11, a departure from their preference for taking the rest of Revelation quite literally, even to the point of describing futuristic military weapons in John's visions. Who is the literalist now? It is difficult to be consistent with the book of Revelation. The early church father, Clement of Rome, offers us clues for understanding how the passage might be understood. Clement wrote long after Jerusalem's temple had been destroyed, but he used the present tense when speaking of the temple in 1st Clement 40 and 41. He does strike this analogy between the orderly worship of the temple in times past with the current concern about worship. The same may be true with Revelation chapter 11, verses 1 and 2. It is not unusual for biblical writers to speak of past events in language that sounds contemporary. In other words, the temple might be long gone, but references to it serve some other literary or theological purpose taking center stage in the writer's mind. Nevertheless, this doesn't exclude the possibility of interpreting Revelation's light in events of Rome. It just proves that neither approach can be fully accepted. When reading a complicated book like Revelation, it is helpful to address where views deviate in their interpretive approach. It might be more revealing than we even expected. When it comes to the study of eschatology, it is best to realize that there is so much that we do not know. Therefore, we should not become overly dogmatic or cause division in God's kingdom over such issues. And that will conclude our essay for this week. Next Wisdom Wednesday will be our final essay from Dr. Heiser's book. The final essay is titled, Constantine, Conspiracy, and the Canon. I believe that you'll find this another interesting topic to consider as we build our biblical worldview. Tomorrow we will continue with our three-minute humor nugget that will provide you with a bit of cheer, which will help you to lighten up and live a rich and satisfying life. So I encourage your friends and family to join us and to come along with us tomorrow for another day of... Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. If you'd like to listen to and in the past 1,095 treks or read the wisdom journals, they are all available at wisdom-trek.com. I encourage you to subscribe to Wisdom Trek on your favorite podcast player so that each day's truck will be downloaded to you automatically. And thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly... I am your friend, as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek Podcast and Journal. As we take this trek of life together, let us always live abundantly, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and then leave a living legacy each day. I am Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward. Enjoy your journey and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.